It's family holler. It don't cost a dollar. It's the family holler show. You mean podcast? Yep, I mean podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to episode six of the Family Holler podcast. You haven't seen this out there in Radio Land, but we've had a few technical difficulties here behind the scenes. Sorry about the delay of this one. Yeah, it just. Lots of things went wrong. <laughs> yeah, you ever have one of those weeks where things just go wrong, Sibby? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we all have. Um, but I've got, the, uh, I've got the recording properly formatted. We're all in a good mood. We've had some jelly beans to cheer us up, and we are ready to rock with episode six. So thank you so much for coming back. Um, this week we're going to do a little bit of a theme. It's going to be a camping theme because we recently got back from camping. We worked up enough courage to get out of town, leave the house, and go to a beautiful uh, campsite by a lake near Bastrop, Texas, there were some piney woods and just a beautiful lake, and it was really fun, but it did rain on us, right, Leo? Yep. And we did get muddy bums, right, Penny? Yeah. Oh, remember how slippery that bright brown mud was? Yeah. <laughs> it was more yellow, though. Yeah. It was the strangest. I guess it was kind of a clay, maybe, but it was so slick, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids are super talkative today. Uh, anyway, we're going to do a little bit of a theme, and it's going to be a camping theme. So um, on that note, I am going to bring up the surprise headline for the day, a new little thing I like to start the show with. And this week's headline comes in from a Kentucky newspaper I found, and the headline is Campers Held Hostage by Cows. So... Campers held hostage by cows. So I give the headline, and then the kids have to come up with the story. So, Leo, what do you think that story would mean? Hmm, uh, let's see. So maybe the cows were, like, incredible rage. Like, they were just so angry that they were just like, Charge! And they just, like, ended up, like, knocking down loads of trees, blocking the only exit from the campsite. And because just like the rest of it was just surrounded by such dense forest with so many just dangers that it would be almost impossible to get out that way. Mm. And the cows were just like standing on the logs of the tree trunks, just do shall not pass. <laughs> uh, why were the cows so angry? Uh, because a mosquito bit all of one mosquito bit every single cow. Whoa. Okay, and they took it out on the campers. Yeah. What about you, Sabine? Why do you think the cows, why do you think the campers were held hostage by cows? So the cows, of course, had to have beards, mustaches, big curly wings, and they're super evil. And they said, we've done so much evilness out in the city, we need to do some evilness in the dangerous woods. How about that? <laughs> okay. They just came to just... They were snooping out on the campers, saying, hmm, hmm, campers, perfect. We can trap these guys because we're evil, right, cows? <laughs> and, so, and, and so they said, why don't Gary and Jerry 
Use your powers to grow super long and fat. And then drop the campers. <laughs> wow. Okay. Leo, thank you for the uh, sound effects there. Um, pretty interesting. Yeah, I think those sound plausible. I, I just love... I just love how anytime anything is evil, it has like a long curly mustache, right? Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. All right. So that was our uh, surprise headlines for the day. Before we get into the rest of the show, I want to read a, or I'm going to have Sabine read an email that came in. We got our first review from a listener, and it was a really awesome review. Now, it just so happens it's my Aunt Mary, which is Sabine and Leo's great aunt mary um so shout out to aunt mary and sabine will you go ahead and read this review from aunt mary just listen to episode five wow i am really impressed ken and karen your creative genius genies genes are really showing up and leo up and leo and sabine their language is so very expressive i cannot believe they are saying that all of that off the top of their heads. The timing and format was so professional, too. And love the topics. Papa presents to them. Who thought up Family Holler? I will be tuning in whenever I can. Love, Aunt Mary. So thank you so much, Aunt Mary. That is an awesome review. And, yeah, anyone else is welcome to leave us a review. You can do that on Twitter or Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, or if you're family and you have my email, you can email me directly. I'll, I will try to set up an actual email uh, account maybe for Family Holler so people could write in that way too. Um, Leo, how did we come up with the name Family Holler? Well, the Family Holler thing, that was mostly Papa. And, well, at first it was me who actually uh, did most of the thinking up the idea of it. At first... Uh, idea for the name was thought processors, right? Yeah, but that sounded too sciency, and then we just decided on family horror. And yeah, I, I was the one. If, since you were wondering, uh, I was the one who uh, thought up the idea. But without Sabine, our should-be professional comedian, and Papa, our just technician and just host, just the best podcast uh, people to do a podcast with oh thank you leo that's very sweet um you you told me earlier that um making a podcast is like a dream come true right yeah well like a dream that i just like dr- like dreamt up while we were listening to the spitballers podcast oh yeah shout out to spitballers that they do a really Amazing, hilarious, award-winning podcast. They should be our sponsors. <laughs> they should be our sponsors. And T22. Oh, yeah. Shout out to T22. We had their chicken tenders again. Yeah. And it seems like we talk about them every week. T22 strikes again. <laughs> All right. Let's get on with the show. What is our first segment? Uh, What if? What if? What if? What if? What Okay, so what if? This is where we come up with a really tough concept of what if something was a different way. It's uh, real complicated. Right, Sabine? Yeah. And Sabine is going to sit up for me. 
and she came up with our funny what if scenario this week. Um, we noticed when we went camping that a lot of our stuff that we took with us was inflatable, like the air mattresses and our canoe. Um, so we have a theme based on that. What is our what if, Sabine? What if everything was inflatable? What if everything was inflatable? Can you explain what everything, what do you mean by everything? Everything. <laughs> okay. Like everything you could imagine. Wow. Everything. Pizza. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Leo? Well, I think you mean everything except living things. Well. No. No? She means everything. <laughs> We're inflatable. Even people. Oh, my God. How do we inflate ourselves? Is it like self-inflating? Yeah, it's already inflated. Like you blow up your thumb? Oh, already inflated? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, okay. Um, and you can deflate yourself. Whoa, how do you deflate yourself? There's a little, you know the little thing that you, you pop up? Uh-huh. There hole? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I'm going to camouflage into a pedal. <laughs> Okay, well... Speaking of puddle, water. So water is inflatable too? So when it rains, it just, it's just little it's tiny little bits. Bouncy bits. Wow, this is a hard to get my head around. Um, but what are some of the advantages of an inflatable world? I think I wouldn't mind inflatable shoes. Yeah, that would be inflatable funny. Inflatable clothes. clothes. Inflatable clothes, yeah. Inflatable toilet seats. Yeah, that could be kind of comfy uh inflatable cars would be probably safer i guess yeah maybe unless someone glued pins to the front of their car and it's just like that would be that'd be cruel oh wait pins would be inflatable yeah (laughs) really hard to sew yarn would be inflatable and so would the needles yeah yeah um, what are some of the disadvantages of an all-inflatable world? Well, how do you drink? Well, I guess would just... Your teeth are inflatable. You're... Of course. You're all inflatable. I know. Your height's inflatable. Oh, my. Wait, wow. air is inflatable. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I... Uh, my mind is blown. This and everything inflatable concept has blown my mind, and my mind is not even inflatable yet. Yet, dun dun dun. That's the power of yet, 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 yet. All right. Thank you for this week's what if. Next up, we have food fight. <laughs> All right, so we are going to do a special food fight with camping foods. Mm. And the three camping foods that we're going to do today are s'mores, corn on the cob, and hot dogs. Sabine, I know you're the big corn cob eater in the family. Can you tell me, tell, I'm sorry, tell the judge three reasons why corn on the cob is the winning camp food? Because it has a really nice flavor mm. that it's fun to eat because you get to hold it in a fun way. and Also because 
if it's too hot, you can just kind of flick off some flakes. Ah, okay. <laughs> that was pretty solid. Okay, um, Leo, you want to... Let me do hot dogs, and then we'll do s'mores last, because s'mores is dessert. All right, so I am representing hot dogs, the all-American food. Um, what I love about hot dogs is it can be any kind of meat in there. It can be... <laughs> Leo's making a terrible face. Maybe I shouldn't say too much about that, because he still eats hot dogs. Hot dogs that we eat, are, of course, are all beef. But um, moving on... Um, they are portable. You can have a complete meal in your hand, which is so important when you're camping. And um, they're all-American. Um, I think I already said that. But they're just the perfect camping food. You can cook it on a grill. You can cook it on a stick uh, over the flames. And they're delicious. They're a crowd pleaser. And hot dogs are the greatest camp food. Leo... Let's go to s'mores. First off, um, they're f fun because you can uh, toast the marshmallow to your preferred, like for it to be your preferred flavor. Because it can be really crispy on the outside and gooey on the inside. Just plain, only a bit heated, whatever you want. Uh, secondly, uh, you can uh, use different things instead of graham crackers and chocolate. You could use like I don't know. Uh, something else. Chips Ahoy cookies? Yeah. Those, yeah. Um, also, they just are delicious. It's tough to argue with that. Um, Mama Judge, what do you think? Well, I am looking into restorative justice and... In restorative justice, we don't talk about winners and losers. We talk about how we can all be winners. And this, all these arguments you lawyers presented to me today just told me that you created the perfect meal. The meal would not be complete without any one of these items. So you are all the winners of the perfect camp meal. Congratulations. Woohoo! Yay! Whoop, whoop. All right. Wow. Thank you, Judge. That was a great food fight. Um, Sabine, what is our last segment of the day? It's unnecessary superheroes. Ooh la la. Unnecessary superhero. So, the concept for unnecessary superheroes, we give you a really common, sometimes boring uh, situation, and then a superhero gets the emergency call to go and try to fix it. So we normally draw the situation and the superhero randomly, but this week we want to make it camping themed. So we already decided the situation and the superhero. So what is the situation, Leo? You can't set up your tent. You can't set up your tent. I think we've all... Dealt with that a little bit. Stop pulling crap out of your That's really gross and distracting. Um, so that is our situation. What is the superhero we're calling in, Sabine? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. What are his superpowers? He can either be a giant or he can be super tiny. Or human-sized. 
Yeah, he, he's a guy who's normal size. He can shrink down to the size of an ant or be super giant. Okay, uh, who wants to be Ant-Man? I do. Sabine's Ant-Man. Uh, Leo, what do you want to be? I'll be the camper and uh, maybe the narrator. Okay. And I'll be the tent. <laughs> All right, so why don't you set the scene for us, Leo? Okay, it was a dark and almost storming evening. And poor little Farmer Joe was out camping. And he was trying to set up his tent, but he just couldn't. Ha <laughs> ha, Farmer Joe, you'll never set me up. No, you must go up. It's about to rain and thunder and lightning. I'm not giving up. I need super. <laughs> Give up, Farmer Joe. You'll never set me up. I'm the toughest tent in town. No, I'm calling a superhero to do my job because I'm so lazy. Ring, ring, ring. Unnecessary superheroes. What's your problem? I can't set up my tent and it's about to start raining. Okay, let me see if I got this straight. You need to set up your tent. It's about to start raining. Okay, yeah, we get this call quite a bit. And my tent is alive for some reason. Okay, I'll make a note of that here. The tent is alive. All right, Um. well, it is a Sunday evening, and I'm afraid all we have left is Ant-Man. So um, I will see if I can find him and send him your way right as uh, quickly as I can. I'm not sure if he can fly, so he might have to take the bus. So just sit tight, honey. We'll get you Ant-Man there as soon as we can. A few decades later. I'm here. And the sun is out. Huh? Who said that? Where are you? I'm below you. Farmer Joe, it looks like there's an ant talking to you. Oh, what? That's weird. I'm a human the size of an ant. Oh, wait, you must be Ant-Man. Can you help me set up my tent? Did I turn giant? Will that help you? Uh, I think so. Uh, you uh, need to know the kindergarten. Uh, I'm going to grow. <laughs> I'm giant now. Why do I see I have to die anyway? Now your voice is deep. I, I'm just a tent, but I think when you get bigger, your voice gets deeper. Oh, my voice is deeper. <laughs> um, Mr. Tent, can you please... Uh, can you please go up? Otherwise, Ant-Man, I think, will crush you. Another <laughs> oh, the is the size of an ant. I will Ant step on it now. <laughs> Ant-Man's just crushing me, <laughs> Farmer Joe. He doesn't know how to put a tent up. He's too big. <laughs> ouch, ouch. Farmer Joe, help. He's crushing me. Hey, I'll, I'll help you if you get yourself all set up. All it's a deal. Me. It's a deal. Just call off Ant-Man. Uh, he's, he's crutching me up, Farmer Joe. Where are you? Nope. You did not allow me to set you up, so you shall be smashed to a pulp. Oh, man. I want to... Would you like me to take you to a Moana Island? Uh, what's oh, that? Uh, come on, dude. Ah, no, put me down, put me down. You're you squeezing the breath out of me. And so, that night, many strange things happened, and everyone ended up on Moana Island. The end. 
Okay, wow. So uh, Moana Island keeps popping up. This is like the third week in a row, right, Sabine? Yeah. What What is Moana Island? <laughs> it's the Moana. It's the that the island that Moana is laying down, drowned in the water. Yeah. So basically, she went out after the movie. She just went off screen and just found an island and named it her her name. And, and she drowned on it, so everyone could <laughs> yeah. Because she knew she would die. So like, why not die now? Well, that is actually the end of our show. Um, anything else? Uh, what did we learn today? What did What did we taken away? Uh, that in one island has a drowned one at it. Can't, you must never trust cows to do a kidnapper's job. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I learned that I'm grateful that the world is not completely inflatable. <laughs> that would be really difficult. Uh, all right. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, like us on Facebook or Twitter. Wherever you want. Wherever you want. And we'll be back again next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Family holler. Out. Out. Out.